Hello and welcome to the SPK betting podcast for a festive special. Over the next half an hour, we're going to be previewing all the action over a busy holiday period. My name is Alex Brinson. I'm joined in the studio by Izzy Barker and Freddie Walker. So, summing up last weekend, how disappointing Freddie was uh, Liverpool Man United. Oh, the real sleeper. It put, yeah. put me to sleep at one point. <laughs> me to sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really poor game. Very disappointing. It kind of tends to happen when games are built up that, yeah. that much. Uh, they do sometimes tend to disappoint. So, yeah, not great. And Izzy, you're at Arsenal-Brighton. What have you got to share from us from well, that? Well, I was talking to Freddie before we went um, started recording. And for me, it felt it feels like this could be a turning point in Arsenal's kind of t- title charge. Um for me, it felt like, you know, everyone talks up Brighton and how they play this attractive brand of football, but Arsenal made them look bang average. Um, so if they can carry on with performances like that, then they're definitely in a shot for the title. I know Freddie's probably <laughs> wincing at this. Kiss of death, but... <laughs> yeah, the old commentator's curse. <laughs> yeah. and, um, unexpectedly, we saw City slip up again, only get picking up a draw at home to Crystal Palace. How sort of surprised were you by that one? That was crazy. I can't believe from 2-0 up, they lost not lost but drew to palace mm. it was crazy the, when it went 2-1 you still thought oh, there's no way that city don't yeah. come out come away with three points so yeah that was that was another insane one but i enjoyed it as an awesome <laughs> and um in terms of correct selections there was no winner this week <laughs> all of us got three correct i was probably the loser because i predicted a draw between stockport and uh, sutton united and the result was 8-0 for stockport <laughs> And quite fairly received some online hate for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the trophy is, if you want to just put it right in the middle, I think. That would we're be, all bang average. We're all bang average. <laughs> um, biggest game of the weekend is Liverpool-Arsenal. Um, Freddie, we're going to start with you. You haven't won at Anfield since, in the league since September 2012, when the goal scorers were Santi Cazorla and Lucas Podolski. <laughs> And Arteta was playing and he got booked. So, uh, he's probably going to get booked again. Yeah. <laughs> um, you've had some really impressive performances this season, as Izzy touched on there. Um, would a win here be the most impressive? A hundred percent, because going to Anfield is not somewhere we like going. Uh, as you mentioned, 2012, the last time we've won there, it's uh, been a horrendous place for us. A lot of four, five ones, not good for us. Uh, but, We've had the Man City win this year, 1-0. Uh, late goal from Martinelli. The Man U one, again, at the Emirates. Declan Rice getting his first goal. That was a pretty special game. Mm. But yeah, 100%. If we went to Anfield in this kind of title race uh, that we're currently in with Liverpool, then it would be absolutely massive. And Izzy, this game last year was a real turning point for Arsenal season. Um, I was sort of looking back doing my research and this is where it really sort of started to sort of tail mm. off. Um, no offence, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you think um, Do you think they're going to be still be a bit scarred from that and um, they were sort of their run-in last season and trying to sort of correct where they went wrong almost? I would say so, just a tad, because I remember the feeling last season was that it felt like psychologically it was a huge win that, Got away from them. Um, obviously, they looking back on that game. I remember how superior they'd been in that first half, and to let that kind of slip was just madness, really. And I, I remember they lost both games that season to City, but it didn't really feel like that was where the damage had been done. Mm. It felt like that 
Liverpool game and also was it a 2-2 draw with West Ham that came after that where the real damage was done and they started to slide. Um, it kind of felt like we're at a time in the season where they needed to be their most strongest, um, you know, their most resilient. They just didn't do enough to win the title. Freddie, like we've spoken on the last few weeks about us about how you're not being as free-flowing, but how sort of pleased are you with how you're doing in short? And then do you think you can sustain a real title challenge? Obviously, I'm super happy with where we are on the table, the top of the, top of the league, <laughs> yeah. can't complain. The way we have been playing hasn't been as fluid as last year. I'm not enjoying watching the football as much. I feel like I've had a lot more stressful games this year than I did last year. <laughs> um, a lot of late winners and whatnot. But I can't complain if we're top of the league. The finishing has been poor, but I think we're starting to to heat up a bit now. That Brighton game was probably our most impressive of the year, to be honest. Uh, really made a good Brighton team look quite poor. And Declan Rice, the £100 million signing, really, really dominating the midfield in that game and showing why he is worth £100 million and why he's one of the favourites to get PFA Player of the Year mm. at this moment in time. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how it's going right now. And is he on to Liverpool then? We touched on them a little bit. They're playing tonight against West Ham as well. How underwhelming were they on Sunday? And do you think... Klopp, I, I can't personally. I can't see Klopp allowing them to be that then that state again at the weekend. I think he'll really light a fire under them. Yeah, I completely agree. After before the match, he promised his full throttle performance from his players, and they were just so underwhelming. You know, the likes of Salah just looked miles off the pace. Um, and I feel like yeah, he will be kind of um, lighting a fire under his players because even in the match, his body language. Um, when I remember there was a point in the Man United game when Nunes kind of dilly-dallied with the ball and Klopp looked at his bench and shook his head, you know. Yeah. He's, he was not happy and Van Dijk was left furious as well. But I think strong words will be had with, you know, the captain, the manager, with the players um, to right those wrongs for sure. And I've been, having been in press conferences with Klopp, you know, he demands a lot from his players. He won't be accepting those standards. So, yeah, for sure. Freddie, as an Arsenal fan, where do you think you have the edge on Liverpool? Well, I've, I've been chatting to a few Liverpool fans and they seem to think down the left with Martinelli, with Trent and his defending. I think a lot's made of his defending and I don't think it's actually as bad as... It's certainly like, not it's, this year. It, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not as bad as it's made out to be sometimes. But Martinelli has had some very good games against Trent and caused him a lot of trouble. But for me, the, the main area is is the midfield. I think our midfield is much stronger than Liverpool's. McAllis is going to be out for the game. Uh, Declan Rice in there, we've spoken about him, mm. unbelievable player. I think he'll dominate that midfield. And then Odegaard, I think he'll be able to find space. And he did one of the most beautiful passes against Brighton mm. uh, in, in that game, a lovely through ball to Saka. Uh, and if he can find space and execute passes like that, then we're going to be in a good place. And then Havertz as well in the midfield is heating up a bit now. You know, he's getting goals. He's uh, actually looking like he's fitted into the team mm. nicely now. And he's um, executing what Arteta seems to be asking of him. So that's an area where I think we could potentially win the game. Okay. And obviously, yeah, yeah. everyone always says if you win the midfield battle, then you're yeah. most of the way there to winning the yeah. game. So I think you might have a decent chance. Um, Izzy, we all saw it on um, the Arsenal documentary when Arteta decided to play You'll Never Walk Alone out of those speakers at training. Um, there's plenty of talk about the atmosphere on Sunday being a bit subdued. Is he going to be turning those speakers down or will they not even be turning up? I don't know. It'll just be a little bit tumbleweed <laughs> yeah. when he puts them on. But um, I kind of spoke about it uh, in the last pod, actually, how 
kind of the cop faithful have been saying that the atmosphere has been on the decline, kind of the old school fans. Mm. But I mean, you had Gary Neville on as a pundit saying that it's the worst atmosphere at Anfield he'd ever seen. I don't know if he meant for a Man United I think he Liverpool did, match, yeah, I think he did say I mean, that, yeah. still, that That's usually is such yeah. a hot rivalry. And um, Unana was saying, you know, I didn't even feel this legendary atmosphere mm. that everyone talks about. Um, I do feel, though, do you not think maybe Liverpool fans would be viewing the likes of, obviously, there has been such an intense rivalry rivalry with United but with Arsenal maybe they're going to think that's more of an intense rivalry this season and they're going to be in full voice I think Jurgen Klopp will certainly be kind of not only rallying his players but rallying Mm. the fans as well to get behind Liverpool because this seems like a way bigger clash yeah yeah definitely Freddie in short and sweet how confident are you (laughs) (laughs) surprisingly I am feeling quite confident okay uh Shouldn't be. Every, every, <laughs> every everything, everything you look at tells me I shouldn't be confident. But if there is one time in the last few years that I should be confident going to Anfield or feeling more confident than I have in the past, I think this is it. I, I like our team. We've got pretty much uh, everyone fit, maybe party, Timber. But mm. it's, it's a good time to go. It's a title game. And I, I want to see if we've learned from mistakes as, uh, that happened last year. Okay, right. Let's have a... Little go at our predictions and um with SBK, if you bet ten pound on this match, you'll receive a free five pound bet builder for the Wolves v Chelsea game, which is the next day on Christmas Eve, which is very exciting. Um Christmas Eve football. I'm not sure I was expecting that this year, but no, it's <laughs> nice. <laughs> um Izzy, you go first. What have you got? It's funny we were talking about this match because I had to just go with the stats because there's like a feeling in me having watched Arsenal where I was like, Oh, it could go this way mm. or what, but I went with the stats and I've gone with Liverpool to win, Salah to score the first goal and no on both teams to score at 14.5. Obviously, we touched on it the last time Anfield left and um, Arsenal left Anfield with a win in the league was in September 2012. Speaks for itself. Um, on the Salah stat, Salah has scored six of his last seven Prem home in seven of his last um, Prem home matches against Arsenal. That's for Chelsea and Liverpool. Um, seven goals in total and no on both teams to score as Arsenal have actually failed to score in two of their previous four Prem away matches. But I'm it's really touch and go on yeah. this one. I'm nervous about this one. I've got to okay. say. I've gone for um, Liverpool double chance, so I'm sort of covering myself with a draw. Um, <laughs> over 2.5 goals, I think it'll be quite a different game. To, I mean, quite a lot of your games this season have been like the big yeah. games have been tight, which made me sort of go against this a little bit. But I do think in the Anfield atmosphere when it gets going, I think Liverpool will come out flying and yeah. the goals will start going in. So over 2.5 goals and Saka to have a shot on target, and that is at 4.9. What have you got, mate? I have gone for over 2.5 goals, over 9.5 corners and Saka to score at 10. So, as you mentioned, Mm. these are historically quite high-scoring games between Liverpool and Arsenal. Not normally in our favour. Normally quite (laughs) high-scoring for Liverpool. But these were 3-2 and 2-2 last year, the two games between um, Liverpool and Arsenal. So, that's my reasoning on on, on the goals. Over 9.5 corners, it's basically the same reasoning that I had for Liverpool Man U last last week in my bet builder, uh, where Liverpool are averaging over 11 corners in their home games at Anfield. And in that Man U game, they were on nine corners by half time. Yeah. They finished on 12 corners, but Man U didn't have a single corner. So <laughs> I think Arsenal will be getting corners and Liverpool yeah, will be yeah. getting corners. It'll be going flowing, uh, flowing game. And then I've actually gone second to score. Okay. I, more uh, faith than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll actually put it in instead of just on target. But it's just, for me, Saka's a, a big game player. He turns up in the big games. He's scored against all the big boys pretty much. 
Um, so when we need him, he tends to turn up. So I think he'll get a goal. Interesting. And now we look ahead to the rest of the weekend's football. Um, so we're picking four teams from uh, across the Premier League and the EFL. Izzy, take it away. Yeah, I kind of. I only picked one in the Prem, but I went with Tottenham to beat Everton, Norwich to beat Huddersfield, Leicester to beat Rotherham, and Derby to beat Lincoln at five. Um, if you've been listening to the pod, I've actually veered away from Barrow for once this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you sure you're all right? <laughs> yeah, I haven't taken my meds today. But yeah. um, Spurs have won five of their last eight Prem home matches. Um, I also expect Everton to be a little bit tired and wounded after being put to the sword by Fulham. No, <laughs> fighting, fighting till the you know the dying moments yeah. and penalties is pretty tiring for a side. And obviously, kind of spoke in the last pod about um, Ange deploying deploying Son on the left and Richarlison back up top has been a bit of a masterstroke for them. They're also unbeaten in last five matches with Everton, so. Um, a really good record mm. against Everton. Um, Norwich to beat Huddersfield. Um, really exciting kind of looking back at the last six meetings between these two sides. It's often massive score lines. 4-0 just in August this season and 7-0 back in the 2020-21 season. <clears throat> and um, Norwich on a really solid run. Um, only one loss in the last seven. Um Leicester to beat Rotherham, this one kind of speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. First v last. Um, Leicester have really made King Power a fortress. 27 points picked up at home this season and Rotherham have only picked up two points on the road. So that kind of did the talking for yeah. me. And then just lastly, Derby to beat Lincoln. Obviously, although Derby kind of um, suffered an FA Cup exit to crew. They've put together a six-match unbeaten streak in the league, collecting 16 goals in the process. Um, they've also made their home a bit of a fortress as well, gone eight matches without suffering defeat at Pride Park. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to that one as well. And their last league loss was back in October. Um, and that was at five, I think I mentioned at the yeah, start. Yeah, very nice. Um, I've gone for Fulham to beat Burnley. Leicester... <laughs> <laughs> Leicester to beat Rotherham, as you said. Saints to beat QPR. And this is the biggie at the end. Um, Luton to beat Newcastle. Okay, so we'll, we'll save the best till last. <laughs> and that is at 16.5. So Fulham have won their last three in a row at home, scoring in scoring 13 goals in those games. So Very nice. <laughs> uh, I think you will miss Jimenez, obviously, yeah. who got... Um, Stupidly sent off last week. <laughs> um, and Burnley have actually only beaten Luton away from home this season and only scored six in their eight games away from home. So um, <clears throat> tricky one for that. Uh, Leicester, as you said, uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail on that, but they've won 27 points at home this season, mm. second in the league, only conceding six goals in those 11 games, which is pretty solid. And Rotherham have only picked up two points in the road, um, the worst away record in the league. <laughs> um, Saints... Uh, Samson are unbeaten in their last uh, 14 matches. Top of the form table, doing really well. Um, third best away from in the league with 19 points. QPR have only won two at home this season. So Loftus Road has been a sort of struggle to really sort of uh, develop a bit of a uh, form there. I know mm. one of my mates, she put a story up the other week when they won saying it's the first win in she'd seen like all year or something and she <laughs> goes like most weeks yeah, yeah. What, Reminds me of what the old villa days used to be like <laughs> um and then um newcastle to, uh luton to beat newcastle so newcastle looked out on their feet last night against chelsea um so many injuries uh, you do feel sorry for them but um they haven't uh, for me they haven't quite rotated as much as they maybe could like lewis hall has barely played when he's looked really good when he's come on they're actually their away form is really poor 
They've only picked up five points away from St. James's Park this season, which is, I think, the 16th in the league. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's like I knew it wasn't great, but I didn't realize yeah. it was at all close to being like that. Um, and Kenilworth Road is a really tough place to go, as we've touched on, like you found out. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've only still only lost whenever they've lost by one goal. And um, they've also got had a, had a week to prepare. So I think, yeah, they've got a decent chance in that one. And the odds for that are 16.5. Freddie, what have you got, mate? Uh, so I've gone Bolton to beat Leighton Orient, Norwich to beat Huddersfield, Spurs to beat Everton and Fulham to beat Burnley at 7.6. Uh, so Bolton, Orient are on a 50-match winless streak against Bolton. So it's been a while. <laughs> uh, three draws and 12 losses in their head-to-head uh, for Orient. So last time they won on the road at Bolton was 1970. So quite a long time ago. Wow. So I'm backing Bolton to extend that winless yeah. streak for Leighton Orient. Uh, then I've also about Norwich, like as he said, Norwich have good form at the moment. They've won four of the last five uh, against Huddersfield in the league. Huddersfield lost 11 of the last 12 of their trips to Carroll Road. So not a place that they like to go. So I think Norwich will come out on top on this one because Huddersfield's form is also poor. Uh, Spurs lost one in their last 21 Prem games against Everton. So... It's not a good place for uh, Everton to go. Some start that. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Spurs have a good good number on the uh, on the toffees, and they've scored in every game this season. They're the only team that's scored in every prime mm-hmm. game this season. Spurs so have. yeah, hundred percent of the game. So I'm backing them to get a goal. And the last two results at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with Everton have been two 0 and five 0 to Spurs. Wow. So I think it could be along those lines again. Even though Sean Dyche is doing an unbelievable madness, job yeah. at Everton, and then Fulham, as you've alluded to. Scored 13 goals at home, getting a lot of goals, great home record. Uh, so I think they're gonna they're gonna take Burnley and be too strong for them. Okay, and now we're gonna, as it's a festive special, we're gonna throw it forward and look at Boxing Day as well. So you've got to give us a bit of slack here because we are almost a week away from that. <laughs> uh, so. Is he? Oh, and also there is a free £2 bet builder for any Premier League game on Boxing Day with SBK. So, Izzy, with that in mind, what is your, who are your So, yeah, I've gone with three teams. I've gone with Liverpool to beat Burnley, Fulham to draw with Bournemouth and Middlesbrough to beat Rotherham. I really struggled with these selections, I can't lie. Obviously, we've kind of touched on Liverpool. Um, they're on a real title charge this season um speaking of Burnley I mean they looked all right and decent when I covered them in, in the Brighton draw but barely picking up any points mm. this season and in that relegation scrap to be honest um Fulham to draw with Bournemouth um actually three of the last four meetings have ended with a draw between those sides so that was my kind of road okay. selection a little bit and then Middlesbrough to beat Rotherham I assume well Rotherham are bottom of the table at this point in time and I assume they won't have gone much further away from that <laughs> on, on Boxing Day and that's come at 7.2. Perfect. <laughs> I've gone for um, Liverpool to beat Burnley as well. Um, this is the big one. Everton to beat Man City. Huge. Uh, Southampton <laughs> to beat Swansea and Arsenal to beat West Ham. You're asking to be trolled, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is going to happen. <laughs> uh, Liverpool, um, yeah, as, as you've touched on, and Burnley have the worst home record in the league. Uh, Liverpool are flying. Um, I've Really weird stat. In the last 10 games between these two sides, Liverpool have, have won seven. And in the only ones they haven't won have all been Anfield. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's not what you'd expect no. at all. But um, And then uh, Everton to beat Man City. So everyone knows I'm in love with Everton, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> uh, they've got a tr- tough trip to Spurs, as we t- touched on at the weekend. But... 
They've won their at the current time of talking, they've won four in a row. Um, City will be tired coming back from Saudi, and I think Goodison will be really rocking because they they see themselves as a club that's been sanctioned, mm. and Man City who have for now yeah. got away with it. So I think they're going to be really after that. And City are just really sort of fumbling at the moment. Mm. I don't really know. They're quite hard to predict. Yeah. Um, so I've gone yeah. for Everton to win that one. Um, Southampton to beat Swansea. Uh, Swansea have only picked up uh, seven points from their last eight games. They're really struggling. And like I said a minute, literally a minute ago, Saints are flying. And Arsenal to beat um, West Ham. I think this could be tricky for you. Like West, I was quite impressed with West Ham on Sunday in their win over Wolves. But um, Arsenal third best home record in the league. And West Ham have not won at the Emirates since 2015. Freddie, what have you got, mate? So I have gone Watford to beat Bristol City, AFC Wimbledon to beat Sutton, Liverpool to beat Burnley and Villa to beat Man United. That's my big one. That's 11.5 on SPK. So first one, Watford. Uh, Bristol haven't won in their last five against Watford. So that's that's the main reason that Vicarage Road, the last three results between them have been 2-0, 6-0 and 3-0. So Watford dominating that tie. They've just come off a good win against Preston, 5-1 win. So in decent form. So that's why I'm going for Watford on that one. Wimbledon, they have uh, won their last three at home in the league. Sutton haven't won in their last five. And sorry to remind you, Alex, they did lose 8-0. They, <laughs> they did just lose 8-0. So um, with Wimbledon having good home form, I'm going to back them to continue that against Sutton. Liverpool, we've all alluded to it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the ones that I have seen on this that I thought was quite funny is the Klopp has won all his Boxing Day games with oh, an right. aggregate score of 17-1. So that's that uh, they're, they're pretty dominant on yeah. uh, on Boxing Christmas Day on the club. Yeah, yeah, they must they must be very very disciplined on Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Villa, that they're on form, aren't it's they? It's a tricky one. Title yeah. challenges, Alex. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make you say. It, yeah, but um, you Villa can say have, it. I yeah, can't. Yeah. <laughs> Villa have won two of their last four league games against Man U. One draw and then one loss. So, actually, a uh, pretty decent form from Villa. And then Manu have lost four of their last seven games at Old Trafford. Yeah. So, uh, not the fortress it once no. was under Sir Alex Ferguson. So, I think with Villa, there seems to be something about, about your away record. There seems to be people thinking that it's actually quite poor. But in the last six games, you've won three, drawn two. Yeah. So you've only lost it's one. Like the, it's like the sixth best in the league, I think. It's just yeah. because we, we've sw- slipped up in games that, like, Forest away. When yeah. We lost 2-0. Like, that was yeah. that sort of really hit. That is the one game yeah. in the last six. So, I, I mean, I think you definitely have the, yeah. the, the ability to go to Old Trafford like Bournemouth did and uh, dominate Man U. So that's the reasoning for that one. And yeah, hopefully uh, that one comes through for you as well. Yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed, mate. Um, <laughs> so now we're going to move on to our goal scorer selections. We're only going to do them uh, for the games this weekend because it is simply too hard to predict yep. uh, a week in advance. Um, Izzy, you're the queen of this. Three in a row. Who is going to be the fourth in a row? Come I, on. I think this is a bit of a cop out, and I think this could potentially be an illegal one, but we might need VAR to check it. But I went with Ollie Watkins. Um, it's at 1.71, but he's just formidable this season. 15 goals in 26 appearances across all competitions. And then if you look, Aston Villa are playing Sheffield United, and they have the worst clean sheet record in the league, just have won all season. Um, so that does the talking for itself. Fair enough. I've gone for Dominic Solanka. He got, got it for me last week. Yeah. He's going to do it again. <laughs> um, and he's at 3.2 and he's in a, on a really good form. He's got like, uh, I think, nine goals so far this season now, which is, yeah, remarkable. He's really sort of working well in the team. Um, so I think he can definitely find the score sheet again. And Freddie, who have you got, mate? 
I am backing Hyunmin Son this week against uh, uh, Everton. Yeah, so that's at 2.34. He's really stepped up in Harry Kane's absence. He's got 10, I think, in 17 league games. And as I've alluded to, Spurs have a very good record against Everton. So I think if Spurs do dominate Everton like I expect them to, Son will be on the score sheet. Perfect. That is everything for this week's episode of the SBK Football Podcast. Hopefully we gave you everything you need for the holiday period. Obviously not presents. Um, unfortunately, you will have to do without our dulcet tones for a couple of weeks, but we'll be back in the new year. Remember, the new customers can get £30 in free bets with SBK when you sign up and you place the first bet of £10. T and C's apply. Have a great holiday period.